All right, boys, we ready? Yep, all set. Marcus, is your mic plugged in and turned on? Yes, my mic is on. Tyler, what are the odds that you're actually in studio for this one? 80-20. 80-20, you're here, or 80-20, you're on the road? Don't worry about it. Play the intro! Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette. And Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. U.S. Minster. North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Because Manko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Woo! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 85 of the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Erlinson, and I am joined, as always, by my fantastic co-hosts, Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And producer Alex Smith. How's it going, everybody? Just <laughs> <laughs> never gets old. Hate this so much. Oh my god! We have to copyright our sayings. Yeah, just like Ovechkin. <laughs> what? Is he copyrighting something right now? Yeah, he's copyrighted the Great Eight Chase in his goal chase after Gretzky, and uh, he's copyrighted that term for merchandise that he's planning to sell. Wow! Oh. How does he not copyright the Great Eight Race? The race for greatness. The, the grace. The great eight race instead of the great eight chase. So not only is he a goal scoring genius. Well, because it's not a race. <laughs> Resky isn't playing anymore. It's not a race. He's chasing genius. Him. I guess. He could be racing somebody else. That's for after he retires from hockey and starts competing in the Olympics and under meter hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> That'd what, be hilarious. What sport, rugby. what sport would he do? Rugby. Oh, oh yeah, he'd be rugby. terrifying in rugby. I was going to say like shot put or something. No, I uh, think he could be a, like a fullback in the NFL. Oh, dude, I would. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, imagine imagine Ovechkin rushing the quarterback. Sport. I feel like he's not that fast. I don't even care. Imagine Fullbacks him rushing fast. the quarterback. Fullbacks just do, uh, what are they called, dive routes where they go straight through the line? I guess, yeah. 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 Anyways, okay. Anyway, yeah, okay. so. <laughs> this is a hockey podcast. Yeah. We have a ton of hockey to talk about. Yes, we do. But before we get into that. Let's take it away from our sponsor and our fake sponsor. Well, thank you, Tyler. Uh, this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast and every week is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here at Vancouver Boys Studios, I mean Gaylord Studios, are all Beaver Buzzing. And this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is not brought to you by Nuclear Fusion. Much like recording the second half of a podcast before recording the first half, it was previously thought to be impossible, but not anymore. Nuclear fusion, almost as good as perpetual motion. Hmm. Uh, so, did you just refer to us as Gaylord <laughs> Studios? Yeah, did, have you missed that joke the last two episodes? I did, but anyone yeah. <laughs> just coming in, they're going to be like, all right. Yeah, go listen to episode 83, <laughs> then, then get back to us. Uh, nothing against Gaylords. Anyway, this nuclear fusion thing. Have you guys heard about this? No. So scientists have achieved nuclear fusion for the first time, which for it, without getting super complicated. So this is so funny. Enough, it was real. So, Al, so hang on. So Alex right now, I wish you could all see his face because it's, it's actually hilarious. Oh my. He is just mind blown right now because a few nights ago he came 
I no, should have. We're, oh, we're coming gosh. home from ball hockey last night. And uh, Alex tells me, he goes, yeah, I had this, this crazy dream while the news was on. And that scientists had figured out how to like recreate the okay, sun on, or something. You're, you're butchering the story. No, okay. <laughs> butchering so, your dream. So my 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 alarm clock set at seven, and then I have an alarm on my phone for like seven ten, seven fifteen. So I wake up, and then either I'll hit snooze or I'll wake up. But this time I I turn the alarm off. But when my alarm does go on, it shows uh it's on the radio, and it was it was on the news radio. <laughs> So I woke up super groggy and I could hear them talking about stories or whatever. And I went back to sleep, but I guess like the radio was still playing in my head or something. And somehow I came up with this thing about creating uh, non-fossil fuel uh, energy. <laughs> but it was by combining two atoms so much that they exploded and it just created energy. And I was like, this is perfect. This is 100% going to work. I was like, I don't know how to do it. So, this, so some scientist. So he woke up thinking he's had this he's, idea. He's invented nuclear fusion. So is this what happened? Is it about two atoms exploding? Yeah. That is pretty exactly much. what it is. It, is, it is colliding two atoms with I each other. I literally, I, there must be a microphone in yeah. my car or something. And yeah, it's called the uh, Smith particle. <laughs> like honestly, I do think that they might have stolen it from me. Because okay. uh, I talked or, about this. Or you heard it ago. on the radio. When did, it, yeah, when did this story come out? Well, well, I heard about sleeping. it today. And I talked about it two days ago. So you, no, you talked about <laughs> no, it yesterday, last night. Yeah, yeah. So you think between last night when you dropped me off from ball hockey and this morning, scientists came up with and solved nuclear no, fusion. No, I think that they <laughs> heard me. I think they heard me. And they were like, that's a great idea. And then they did all the math and science and stuff. In one night. Okay. Just so like, I so what, get so, 50% of this. So what actually happened is after 50 years of scientific research, <laughs> they, they managed to do it. And for those of you who don't know what nuclear fusion is, it's basically what happens on the sun and what powers it to keep burning. Uh, so we have achieved that on Earth. So it is basically what you would call clean energy. So are my electricity bills going down? Uh, if you power your house with nuclear fusion, I would sure think so. All right, because my bills were fucking expensive <laughs> this year, or like this last month. I don't think you guys understand how blown away I am. I was like searching this up in the morning, like atoms exploding energy, and like trying to figure this how out. How did you not find it Because it didn't exist. <laughs> it should have it been the first thing that came up. Yesterday morning, when I thought about it. <laughs> Yes, it did. I told Marcus, you talked to the scientist, probably. Yes, it was me. <laughs> I went about to your perpetual, last your perpetual night. water <laughs> no, thing that does no, not work. It was a magnet turbine that I created during COVID work. because I was very bored. It would work if someone built it. I just don't yeah, have exactly. the material. The scientists build mine. You know what else doesn't work? The Vancouver Canucks in two goal leads. <laughs> exactly. They blew yet another one in Wednesday night's game against the Calgary Flames. I don't remember it happening, but I saw they had a two-goal lead. Wait, no, Vancouver won. Yeah, I know, but Jake fell asleep. <laughs> it oh, was 2 yeah. nothing, yeah. and then he woke up, and it was 3-2 for the other team. <laughs> right, but, but uh, we did, we did the end Canucks up getting did the come back win. and win, but they win. did blow that lead because they, they were losing at one point. Yes, uh, and it, it, this team is like the world's most disappointing yo-yo with the playoff line. Because every time we get right there and we're like one win away from getting into a wild card spot, they drop like three in a row. And then over like three weeks, they'll make that ground back up and then they drop more. And it's like, th this kind of felt like one of those games where it just, it shows you that they don't have what it takes right now. And it, it sucks because I, I want them to, and on paper they should, but they don't. And now on top of that, we have the Bo Horvat situation. 
seems like every week it's a it's a different player. Root trade rumors are coming out, and, like, and for me, it's the two worst players it could possibly be, yeah. or two of the worst. I guess, yeah, if we lost like Pedersen or Hughes or Demko, that could be worse. But still, the, Bo and and Brock are not the two guys that I would have on the trade block. They are some of the last ones. Well, it does give us a whole new segment that we uh, we've been able to work with. Oh no, and that is uh, that is GM Marcus. Yes, I I both like and hate this segment. I like it because it's bring, fun. Bring, bring. it's fun because i like being the canucks gm because i feel like i have the ideas to fix this team but it also sucks because the only time we play this game is when one of my favorite players is about to get traded so i i am not looking forward to this but i'm interested to see how you guys have valued bo horvat and i'm interested to see which teams you think will or should make a move for him okay before we get started what is bo horvat's cap right now Bo Horvat right now is making about $5.5 million for the rest of this season. And in the offseason, he is a UFA. For any of you that don't know, that's unrestricted free gangster. Yeah. So that means at the end of the summer, he can leave anywhere he is for free if he does not have a new contract already. Hello, who is it? Uh, It's the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, Ooh. no. The, the, the Winnipeg Jets. Yes. All right. You, you must be calling for Tyler Myers back. No. You, you miss him. No. We have Logan Stanley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All uh, right. So I as was, you can see, we're going for the playoffs. You are. The Winnipeg Jets are an, a very, very good hockey team. Yes. So One of the best in the league. The thing we're missing is a second line center. And we seem to think that you have a player that we could use. Okay. So we want Bo Horvat. Right. And Luke Shen. Oh. But in return. Okay. I'm giving you Cole Perfetti. Oh. And Dylan DeMillo. Dylan fucking DeMillo and oh. Cole Perfetti. Okay. Whoa. Those, oh. uh, now th- this. I'm ag- guessing you don't know my player Dylan DeMillo. So let me give you a background on him. He's a cancer in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> talk great great thing to replace our captain with. We don't talk about that. Okay. He's also not NHL ready, so. Dylan DeMello? Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd say he's more of an AHLer than an NHLer. Related to Charlie DeMello? No, that's Emilio. So. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't care. He is a right-handed defenseman. Okay. 29 years old. Uh, but he can carry the workload placed around... 23 to 17 minutes a night. What is uh, with him and going backwards with numbers? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who the like, fuck cares? Yeah, tell me something that happened from 2016 to 2010. <laughs> like, you always. The, Anyways. Pretty sure he says I do that like Cole Perfetti. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cole, we Cole think Perfetti's We think great. Cole Perfetti would fit the age group that you are going for. I worry that he's a bit too young, maybe. How old is he? Well, we're getting rid of Bo Horvat. Are we going for the playoffs that, still? Or like, what? what's our plan yeah. here? That, that's, that's the thing. Like, Horvat is 20 years old. We, we're not trying to get rid of Bo Horvat as a statement, though. We're not trying to get rid of him because we're rebuilding not, or retooling. You're not making the playoffs. We, yeah, well, even if you do, you're not making it far. But that's not why we're getting rid of him. It's because of contract negotiations, yeah. and he wants more money than we can afford. And Cole Perfetti is on an entry level. And... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I Dylan Demilo is making only three million. Yeah, I, I realize this clears cap for us, but I I don't personally like the fact that he's a locker room cancer. 
That 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 does worry me. And Wait, that, how do you fuck do you guys know he's a locker room guest? I don't know, uh, because every team that's gotten rid of him has been like, yo, fuck this guy. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. And th- that's the other thing is I-, I feel like one thing the Canucks are maybe a little bit weak on right now is actually having a good locker room culture. Okay, and I, I feel that. like I feel like Bo Horvat and Brock Besser are two of the best at keeping that that good culture going. And if we lose them, we better bring something really good back because we, I think that locker room's in danger if we don't. So, so I hear you. So let you me, me let me throw a different player at you. Okay, Neil Pionk. <laughs> no, no, you laugh. It's I laugh because you said Pionk. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> it's Pionk. Fuck off. <laughs> Um, I, I like Pionk, though. So he's signed for two more years at 5.8. However, he's having a great year this season. Uh, Right-handed shot, 27 years old. Okay. I, I like it. I, You know what? Tell you what, Winnipeg Jets. I, I like your offer, and I'm not rejecting it, but I'm going to, I think, take a few more phone calls and just uh, just scout my options here, if that's all right with you. Yeah, starting ahead. a bidding war. Actually, whether it's okay with you or not, I don't care. Yeah, this is what I said, guys. We got to start a bidding war. Uh, otherwise, there, there's no point in in trading him at the deadline. We might as well trade him now. Bring, bring. Oh, oh, hello. Who is it? I'm calling you from New York City. Which part of New York? <laughs> <laughs> Long Island. Fuck. Oh, oh, damn it. I was going to call from Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and I have a trade for you. If you're sending a local boy home, I'm accepting it. Okay. Well, it's I'm probably not, not, you, you are not, not sending, sending me Barcel for Horvath. I'm not sending you my best player. Well, I'm sending you mine. Uh, yeah. Um, so here, let me tell you what I'd like from you. Okay. I would like Bo Horvat and Vincent Arsenault. Oh. <laughs> you know what? No. I, hang on. I, I want to say no also. Fantastic request, though. I respect that. <laughs> Vincent Arsenault is an absolute beauty for those of you who haven't either met him or watched him play in Abbotsford. Yeah. I cannot wait until this guy's NHL ready. Yeah. And tell me he doesn't just exude New York Islanders. He's like, like, he's like yeah. me, he just seems like the perfect player for one of those teams, but the Canucks are lucky to have him. Yeah. Anyways, so here is what I'm going to send you back in return. I am going to send you Anthony Beauvillier. Okay. Anthony Beauvillier is a 25-year-old left-shot forward, 5'11", drafted in 2015, for those of you who don't remember. Um, And his contract is up at the end of the 2023-2024 season, and he's currently making $4.15 million a season. How many points does he have this year? Anthony Beauvillier, I'm so glad you asked, has 11 points in 27 games. So I'm assuming you're going to offer me something else then if you're asking for Bo Horvat in return. You're absolutely right, I am. Okay. And I'm also asking for Vincent Arsenault. Don't forget about yes, that. Yes, right. Okay. However, like I mentioned, so he's he's a solid depth piece, but I think he's got a really high ceiling. So Okay. Um, anyways, however, I'm also going to add into the deal a 22, nearly 23-year-old right-shot defenseman, 6'3", Drafted in the second round in 2018 by the name of Bodie Wild. Okay. He's played. The I don't Ninja- know much about this player. Yes. Yeah, so like I said, he's only 22 years old. So he's a young guy, but he's playing in the AHL. He's a solid player. He's on an entry level deal. And I think that he's definitely a player that has a high ceiling. And he could come in and potentially end up filling the role that uh, the Canucks have been looking for. And as a uh, Quinn Hughes's D partner. Okay. Eventually. Okay. So you are offering me. 
what is right now a third liner. Yep. And a possible good defenseman. Yep. For the fourth highest goal scorer in the NHL at the moment. For, and our captain. Yep. For and an, for, and another AHLer. For four months of the the player you're talking about. Yes. I think I think your value on him is way too high, my man. I think yours is way too low. You're offering me a third liner and yeah. an AHLer for yeah. our captain and another AHLer. Yeah. And our captain is not just some random captain again. He's having a career season. I'm I'm sorry. Th- this is a no. Okay. Because and here's here's why I'm saying that is because we will get a better offer. Okay. Yeah, we there's one will waiting over 1 here. million percent get a better offer. Okay. So I'm going to hang up. Yeah. I've hung up on you, sir. Good okay. day. Good day. And I'm just going to sit in my office. Bring, 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 bring. That's crazy. A better offer on the phone. Well, I think you, <laughs> may, be. I think you may be surprised that if Bo Horvat does get traded this season, which it looks like he may, the return he'll get. No, I could see me overvaluing Besser. In fact, I know I overvalue Besser. Horvat will pull a lot more than that, I, okay. I believe. We'll see. I so, hope you're right. All right. Well, let's pick up the phone here and let's see who is on the other end of this phone. It is the Florida Panthers. You're already in trouble. <laughs> okay. Fuck, what the hell? I'm doing Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that you guys come up with these trades. I don't know. This, this is fun. Okay. Hello, Florida Panthers. What would you like to offer me for Bo Horvat? Not only do we want Bo Horvat. Oh, Jesus. It's always a package with this guy. But we also want Luke Shen. This is the second time I've been asked to package these two together. And a third round pick. Okay. And in exchange for that, we will give you Anton Lindell, drafted 12th overall in 2020. Okay. And is putting up great numbers. Put up great numbers last year. Putting up great numbers this year. Is he in the NHL right now? Yep. Okay. He is 21 years old. What position? Uh, He can play center. Okay. Because we need to replace Horvat. That's right. And Gustav Forsling, former Canuck. That almost stings. It does sting, actually. It does. But he's having a really good year, though. Yes. The only problem with Forsling is he is a left shot defenseman. Yeah, and we do have a lot of that right now. But he's only making two million a year, like two point five. And the problem is, you're asking for one of our right-handed defensemen in the deal. We I have sure am. We have too many, so we don't have enough right-handed D, and you want one. We have too many left-handed D, and you're trying to give me one. Hughes has to switch to the right side. And Dude, Forsling, he can't play the no, right side. He can. And We've he wants seen them to. try it, and he's bad at he it. He did it in one preseason. He did game. it in several NHL games, and it would it was not good. I disagree. Okay. I think Hughes can play the right side with the right partner. And I think Gustav Forsling has an opportunity to be that. I uh, But if you want if you want to take that out, we can swap Gustav Forsling for Brandon Montour, who is a right shot defenseman. And he was number one power play unit when Aaron Eckblad went down. Here's I guess here's what I'm gonna say is I, I'm gonna reject this trade because again, I, I appreciate it and I think I think your value on Bo Horvat is more correct. I don't think your value on freaking Anton Lindell <laughs> is high enough because I could straight up one for one a second in Horvat for Lindell. Yeah, okay. Probably. <laughs> I I get it. 
But the problem is it's just that defense thing is our defense is already bad. And in my opinion, even though this gives us a good player, it's in the wrong defensive spot. And I know you think Hughes can play the right. I personally disagree. Hey, what about Monter? He's the right, right shot D. This is, and I said this in the last episode and I forget which trade it was, but I think it might've been another one where you tried to give me a left-handed defenseman. And I guess what I'm going to say is if the Canucks accepted that trade, they would have to turn around and flip another left-handed defenseman for a right-handed defenseman. Monter's a righty. Yeah, but he's not as good. Monter's better than Forsling. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I, I Brandon thought Montour is like a top four D. Oh yeah, I'll take it. I'll take deal. <laughs> deal. You have okay. Deal. Sure. I I did not know that much about him actually. I thought Forsling was better. No, Forsling's playing. Actually, he's actually playing third line D pairing right now. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's yeah. kind of like, I just don't see Florida, you know, emptying out the cupboards for Horvat. Like, they don't really need him that bad. Well, they have forward depth. Like, yeah, yeah, but their center depth with Sam with Bennett is just questionable. Then why not move Sam Bennett? Like, because nobody's going to take Sam Bennett for Horvat. Yeah, no. Anyway, I I, th- I still think that, Marcus, you're overvaluing both. Well, I, I just got a better offer from Tyler than yeah, I got that, from you. Yeah, but that offer's never happening. Like, that's a massive ask from the Florida Panthers. It might be. It like, might be. But, like, but I, you can I, ask a massive amount of money for the top for a top five goal scorer in the NHL. You can ask a lot. Deadline pickup. Like, he, you're only getting a half a season out of the guy. If you don't sign him right away. Yeah, I was going to say, Florida, he's got a good chance of a sign-a-trade. Yeah. Still, though, and like, he might give a discount to some teams in the states because he's not going to have half of his salary taxed. I don't know, especially I don't, Florida. I don't think Florida is going to be able to move the cap to be able to sign him. Maybe not. Bring, Maybe not. Bring. Hello, who is it? Ottawa. The Ottawa Senators. Okay, I'm I'm very excited because you guys have a lot of very young, talented pieces that I would love to add to this core. Do you want to know who I want? Zadorov. <laughs> You're getting Zadorov. Okay, just because you asked. Uh, tell me, tell me what you're calling me for. Who do you want? Horvat. Okay. Besser. Oh, Jesus. And Shen. Oh my God, we're cleaning house. So I, I just want you to know, just before we continue on, Luke Shen has been appraised by uh, some experts as a first round pick because he's he, he's a right shot, steady, stay at home defenseman that's hard to find. So okay. that's a first round pick. Horvat, you are looking at. A very expensive deal, and Besser, you're looking at an expensive deal. So whatever return package you have here must be pretty big. Let me tell you about a guy. (laughs) Oh, good God. (laughs) Let me tell you a story. 22 years old. Okay. Drafted in 2018 with the 22nd overall pick. Goes by Jacob Bernard Docker. He's a right-handed defenseman. Played for Team Canada. He's he's an up-and-coming, really good... Right-handed prospect on defense. Is he in the NHL right now? Yes. Okay. I'm also giving you our first-round pick. Oh. Okay. Auto you have in, you have intrigued me. You have intrigued me. And just to sweeten the pot for you, mm-hmm. I'm giving you Tyler Mott. Oh, he's tugging at the heartstrings. Giving you Tyler Mott. I I hate it, but he, but here's the thing. You were talking about Bo Horvat, Brock Besser, and Luke Shen. Yeah. There's no way that money works for starters. Yeah, no. You're bringing in like 14 million and you're dishing out like two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Also, I don't see Ottawa making a move like that. They want all the young talent they can get. They don't have a need for Bo Horvat, Brock Besser, and Luke Shen. Well, they don't really have a second line center right now. You would think Drew, Goudreau or uh, Giroux, but he's playing the wing right now. Right. And like the thing is, I would see this deal if the Ottawa Senators were in like playoff contention, but they're not going to be. So they have, they, they, they have Tim Stutzel and Josh Norris. Yeah, I think Stutzel's playing the first line. Yeah, and Norris should be just coming back off injury. Oh, maybe that's why. They're... Yeah, I'd st- I, so I guess what I'm going to say is to the deal, I think I would say. Okay, well, fuck this deal because I had two good deals <laughs> and you guys both told my teams. That's actually quite funny. Was either of your deals from their teams better than the ones they offered me? Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. I want to hear this Florida deal that you were. Yeah. You're what were so you going to give me from Florida? Florida. Uh, Matthew Kachuk sent him back yeah. to Canada. Oh, and I'm I really curious it. what he thinks the Islanders were going to give up for Horvath. It. Um, it was it was Aaron Ekblad. <laughs> wow. Okay, come it was on. Aaron deal. Ekblad. They're not trading their best defenseman. We're giving up Quinn Hughes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's just ridiculous. Okay, no. I, honestly, would, who would you take? Ekblad or Hughes? Hughes. Ekblad's always what? hurt. He's dead. Okay, besides being hurt. Oh, besides not being able to play. Well, it's hard to, I guess, but in a in a fantasy, I would take Ekblad over Hughes. Okay, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> I think my most realistic one was the Islanders one. It was Horvat and Pod Colson or Ooh. Wallstrom and Dobson. That, I, I don't know that much about uh, Wallstrom, but I... He's kind of the same. Oliver no. Wallstrom, it's actually kind of funny. Oliver Wallstrom and Noah Dobson were drafted back to back. They were yeah. the 10th and 11th picks in their draft. Really? Um, Wallstrom who did you say? Really Horvat and Pods. Horvat and Pods. 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 That they don't come anywhere near making up the value for those two players, though. You don't think so? They, Like I said, they were drafted 10th and 11th in their draft. They both have Wallstrom super high Hor- ceilings. Horvat was 9th and Pod Colson was 10th. Hold on, hold on. They both have super, super high ceilings. They're both in the NHL. Pod Colson hasn't really lived up to the hype so far. That's the same with uh, Wallstrom, And again, Horvat only has four months left on his contract. Wallstrom hasn't really done anything. Like, yeah, he was drafted high, but he hasn't done much. Yeah. But again, he's also, what, 21? 22, uh, he's maybe? 20. Yeah, I think he said it was 22, 23. So it's pods. Yeah, like, I, I think just like a changeup of scenery, those two. I think those two work. Yeah, maybe. And then New York Islanders, they already have three good defensemen, so they have one that is out. And what they could use is a nice second line so, okay. center for that team because they're also. I think you might have first to throw in a card. second. So at here's least. my thing. Here's my thing then. If Pog Colson and Wallstrom kind of like cancel each other out, mm-hmm. then why not just do Horvat for Noah Dobson? And when you look at that, obviously there's no way the Islanders are trading Dobson for Horvat. Maybe Horvat. I think Pod Colson has. Uh, yeah, Dobson? you could say Pod Colson has more value than Wallstrom. I would think so because. Pod Colson already has some NHL success. He's basically just been sent down for like almost conditioning, right? Like Mm -hmm. he's just down there because right now he's been kind of pushed out of the lineup. And I think they want to make sure he's playing a lot because that's the best for his development. He's not in the AHL because he's an AHLer. Oliver Wallstrom has 14 points in 29 games. Like he's pretty good. He's, he's, he's better than Pod Colson in my opinion. Like, I think he's a higher impact player. He's got a higher ceiling, plays on a better line. You think he has a higher ceiling than Pod Colson? Yeah. I, I, as much as I love Pod Colson, he just, he isn't playing the way he should be in the NHL. I, agree. I think he will, though. I think yeah, he will. I, I think he's I got hope a higher you're right. ceiling. I hope you're right. Yeah. But he definitely should be playing in the NHL right now. Anyway. Yeah. Also, as Tyler said, the money doesn't work out. 
No, the money works out. Oh, right. Dobson's $4 million yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, it does. Yeah, the money works out. Yeah, it, it, Maybe it might have a better chance if it was like a sign-in trade or something. But uh, one way or another, I think those are all some pretty goofy options, if I do say so myself. What a goof! That's right. It's my segment, The Biggest Goof of the Week. This is the part of the show where I go and I find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring up that story with the guys and we have a chat about it. And this week, The Biggest Goof of the Week comes from Arizona. But it's not the Coyotes. It's a Coyotes fan. Wasn't wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) So at a Arizona Coyotes game. Oh, crap, it was me. (laughs) One of the Arizona Coyotes fans bit off part of a finger of another Coyotes fan in the stands. Wow. Is are we sure this isn't a Tyler Surprise headline? <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, no, I heard about this. It was like a crazy brawl. Yeah. Well, Tyler does have all of his fingers, so that, that rules him out. Well, it rules him out as the victim. Right. <laughs> oh, why can you do that so loudly? That's some good chompers. Oh god. Your dentist must be proud. I hate hearing that. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> um anyway, so so an Arizona fan bit off another Arizona fan's finger? Yeah, in a in a scrum or in a brawl. How, like, I get how that happens sometimes in arenas with people sitting in the wrong seats and people are drunk and everyone's all mashed together. Mm-hmm. But in an, at an Arizona game, you oh, I guess because they have the smaller stadium now. They don't have room to spread out. So like 5,000 fans. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, usually you could put, like, 15 seats between you and the next closest person. So it, it shouldn't really escalate to that point. No, I saw, I think it started because it was a Boston and Arizona game. And I think a Boston fan was like going after an Arizona fan. Yeah. And then it kind of just escalated into like a huge. Also, scrap. it was a Boston fan. I think no, so. No, the brawl was instigated by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't identify the victim as a fan of which either team. Mm, but I mean, right. to be honest, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. No. Someone's getting their finger bit off. That's kind of yeah. all that matters. No, I, no, the only reason I brought it up is because like it's. It's much more rare, I think, to see two fans of the same team start going at it versus, yeah. like, two fans that maybe started by chirping each other and then it escalates yeah. and gets out of hand. Yeah. All that matters is Arizona won that game with 13 seconds left. Yeah. My, oh, really? <laughs> my dad was not happy. My dad's Oh, so, yeah, Boston. he's a Bruins fan, right? <laughs> yeah. And he was oh. saying that it was a botched icing call and the league is rigged and they're trying to... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like yeah, Marcus. Maybe yeah, if Buddy would have stopped dude, skating so slow. If there is one team the NHL is not rigged against, it's the Boston Bruins. You can ask <laughs> just about any hockey fan and they will tell you that. Yeah, well, Tyler, you sound like you know a little bit more about the situation, so why don't you describe it? So... <clears throat> There was a slow rolling puck coming down, like right towards the side of the net. And the defender coming back was going super slow. And the puck barely crossed the goal line. But Buddy could have made it there, no problems. He just, he slowed up. Ref was like, nope, no icing because he was on the other side of the net too. So he couldn't really see where the puck was, but he saw it like almost stopping. So he called off the icing. Arizona guy picks up the puck. Throws it out front. Lawson Krause coming in. Barry's 13.5 seconds left in the game. Bruins lose. I was very happy. So so you think it was more because the defenseman slowed up then, yep. that they waved it off? Yep. And you think that was the right call? I do. The, the thing is, I see that happen all the time. 
And I almost feel bad for linesmen because they have to judge if the player's actually trying to get there or not, or if they're trying hard enough. Because it, it's totally just like a, it's a personal call. Oh, this you're an NHL skater, man. If you can't get to this puck, I could have got to that puck. So if he can't get to that puck, shouldn't be in the NHL. Anyway, there you go. Biggest goof of the week. An Arizona fan getting his finger bitten off at an Arizona Coyotes game. As if those games couldn't get any goofier already being in a 5,000-seat arena. Yeah. It, it's already a little bit of a joke, and then you go throw that in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that is pretty goofy. Honorary goof to your dad for being a Bruins fan. <laughs> and it's like, he, he could have just broke his finger. He didn't have to bite it off. No, no, he took it with him. That's, <laughs> it, that's in a trophy case. Yeah. Well, this is getting a little too gruesome for me. I, uh, I think I need a break. So, uh... We'll get right back to this after another word from our sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here at Vancouver Boys Studios are all Beaver Buzzing. We'll be right back. I found out I'm the best passer in the, in the NBA. In the Oh, I heard about oh, this. Yeah. I this heard about this. was the stupidest thing. <laughs> so, okay, so after ball hockey was over, we had the gym for a little bit longer, and there was a basketball in the storage closet there. So we pulled the basketball out. Yeah. And I'm not a what you would call a baller. Coordinated? Oh. <laughs> Okay, I don't play a lot of basketball. So, of course, these guys are He's passing sinking it around. buckets or whatever. Yeah, that's right, doing. sinking buckets. And uh, no, I was decidedly not doing that. But then they start, go- these guys are like, okay, let's play pig. I'm like, oh, fuck, like I'm terrible at this, but okay, whatever. So we start, you know, passing the, we start doing these trick shots and whatever, yeah. and it was fun. And then we're, we're trying to figure out, okay, like we're running out of trick shots to do now because we've kind of done everything we can think of. Alex sees that one of the hoops at like the far ends of the gym, because, you know, it has like the six basketball hoops. Yeah, yeah. So one of the ones at the very end is retracted all the way to the ceiling. Yeah. I'm going to say this is in the neighborhood of 25 feet high. Like okay. this is the height of like a two to three story building almost. Yep. He looks at the hoop, which is retracted so far that the hoop is like vertical. It's not like horizontal with the floor it's like up and down yep alex goes about halfway between center and the free throw line okay takes maybe three running steps puts the ball like in like his stomach like where his gut is yeah chest passes it through the hoop Jeez, I was pretty proud of it. Jesus. When me and Jake tried to replicate this, it was we, so both funny. of us barely got the ball far enough to hit the bottom of the wall. <laughs> Never mind go. 25 feet up in the air. Y'all gotta be hitting the gym. I could not, like, I still don't understand how, like, in that position, you got that power off of the ball. It doesn't make it was, any sense. It was pretty funny. I was, well, I was getting annoyed because Jake's seven foot ass kept dunking the ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so all he would do is run and then like go behind the back. And I'm like, this guy's got 20 inches on me. Like what yeah. am I supposed to do? Yeah, but he only has like a four inch vert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was not jumping that high. Yeah, no, we lowered the hoop and everything. Like we were trying oh, to the make hoop was like maybe seven feet. Yeah, we like, were throwing alley oops to each other and missing every single shot. Oh, that's awesome. It was a good time. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. 
That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back from break, everybody. Tons of NHL content for y'all. Ovechkin. That's what I want to talk oh, about. That's okay. it. That's it. I thought you were talking about I was like, he's here? <laughs> no. Comes out of the closet like the Kool Aid guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah just, Ovi, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Like shit. <laughs> no. Uh the other night Alexander Ovechkin scores a Hattie to get goals number seven ninety eight, seven ninety nine, and eight hundred. That is the most OV way to break a record ever. Oh yeah. Just score a hat trick and break it on the third goal. Yeah. Well, uh, not really a record because he still has a couple to go to get to uh, Gordie Howe. No, but to get but sorry, to get a milestone. Yeah, to no. get a milestone, I guess. Do we know how many he needs to pass him? Gordie Howe? Yeah. I think it's two. Is it two or four? It is not many. Four. I think it's four. Yeah, I think he was actually. Yeah, I think he's at eight oh four. So we he's uh he's got Dallas, Toronto, Detroit, Ottawa, Winnipeg. What game do you guys think he breaks it on? Third game against Detroit. I yeah. hope it's the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of his milestones come. Well, most of everyone's milestones come against the Canucks. Yeah, that's very common because uh, Gretzky passed. Uh, Gordy Howe against the Canucks, but like, what are the odds that Ovechkin gets the goal to pass Gretzky on an empty netter? Do you think he like passes up the opportunity? I don't think or? he can. I don't. I, I don't think he can. Yeah, he, I I think he shoots it wide on purpose. Like, you can't score. No. It's got to be from his office. Yeah, on he, the sidewall. Yeah, you on can't score net. the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, power play team. The, the other team just pulls the goal. They're like, oh, he's not gonna shoot. And he still gets so excited for goals. Oh yeah, like like he hasn't lost it. He still no. is so happy oh, yeah. to score, like so excited. Yeah, and honestly, I that's something I wish the NHL had more of. Is I know in other sports we talk about how the celebrations get too big and almost a little bit out of control. Yeah, I feel like the NHL is trying to so hard not to have that reputation yeah. that the goals are just boring. Yeah, like so many guys score. Just take their mouth guard out, like, oh, yeah, good job. And then they skate by the bench. It's like, no, I want to see someone skate to center and pretend to, like, Superman rip yeah. their jersey open at the chest or something like that. I want to see another stick on fire. What would you oh. guys yeah, do? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick on fire. What would you guys do if all the guys on the ice turned their sticks around like they were guns and started shooting them in the air? Because that's exactly what the, what was it, the Pittsburgh Steelers did a couple weeks ago? Okay, honestly, because I, I would take it a step further is what I would do. I would shoot the uh, other team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell, just point at the other team's bench yeah. and they all start firing at them. Past the bench. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd like... <laughs> I'd like, especially if this was hockey because you have your stick then. Yeah. I'd like hold my hockey stick like it was a lightsaber, like I was bouncing all the shots back at them and they would all fall over. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, like the, I like the canoe celebration. Where you just skate yeah, as the canoe is funny. The canoe. <laughs> I've seen that in like Pee Wee. I like the uh, honestly, I like the koozie Sally when he kicks his leg up and he just like the happiest guy on the ice. Dude, that's a Russian thing, I think. Panarin does that. Yeah, yeah he uh, does that. Trampkin too. did that. He scored like two goals as a Canuck, and both of them were like huge, like fist pump leg kicks. Well, like he probably went over the boards. <laughs> what about <laughs> he what? smoked someone in the third row? Yeah. <laughs> what about Kuznetsov's like the bird celebration? That one's cool. Yeah, yeah I like that. Don Cherry didn't cool. like oh, it very much. That. <laughs> it's like, 
what is he doing? <laughs> Every time they do that, he just loses. <laughs> Who else has a signature celebration? Yarmir Yager. Well, yeah. He, I'm trying to think of like salute. current. Like, I know Panarin's got the leg oh. kick. Kuzmenko, or uh, fucking who? Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov does the bird. Eagle. Horvat has kind of a cool one that he does like only when it's a big goal where he like goes down on one knee and it's, yeah. I know it's just a fist bump, but it's something about the way he does it that's very unique to just him. Or like Subban had one. Oh Those yeah, shows. the kind of like one knee bow and arrow thing. What about the, uh, what about the Yakupov one? Oh, God. He scored his goal, went down on, or oh. skated all the way to center on both knees. Yeah, and and like, went that, crazy. Yeah, God, that dude, was a cool one. That's Theo Fleury. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I, and that's the thing. I almost feel like Yakupov ruined it, though, because now that Yakupov did it, everyone's like, well, yeah, I, I'm not doing that one. But yeah, there's not as many signature celebrations in the NHL anymore. No. No, I like Burroughs' bow and arrow. That was nice because it was also for Rick Rippon, and that was yeah. like a well-known thing. That was I thought that was a really classy one. I thought he only did it once. No, he did it. it actually, yeah, he did it quite a bit. Okay, yeah. what a lot of times he did, though, or at least the one famous one, is after he slayed the dragon against Chicago, he didn't do it right away, but when he was skating back to the bench, like when everyone was going down the tunnel back to the locker room after the game, he did it on his way back to the bench. So I thought that was cool, too, because it wasn't like rubbing it in the other team's face, but he still did it. What about the awesome Matthew Sully when he, like, puts, like, this hand up to his ear against the crowd? Yeah, and then Patrick Kane did it two yeah. seconds later, yeah, and then the little... Blackhawks won the game. Yeah, yeah. Cool. and then Kirby Doc did it against the Blackhawks when he got the game winner in the shootout. Oh, did he? Yeah. I mean, oh, he yeah, scored yeah. the game winner in the shootout and then went up to the crowd and put his hand up next yeah. to his ear. Do you guys see that video of the goalie in that high school league in the States? And when he wins the game for a shootout, he puts his goal stick between his legs and starts stroking the goal stick. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, no, I posted that in the group I chat. I didn't see you that. You didn't one. see it? I must have missed that one. I posted it in the group chat and I said, this is going to be me after our first win. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're assuming we're going to win a game. Well, if, <laughs> if I get the dub, that's what I'm doing. That That's, the, that's a wicked Sally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was nuts. That probably doesn't belong in the Great NHL. pun, man. Holy cow. Okay, well, that's probably enough <laughs> silly talk. <laughs> probably the most we've talked about celebrations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, let's let's talk about another team that hasn't been celebrating too much. The, uh, the Anaheim Ducks. Dead yeah. last in the NHL. Yeah, these stats are crazy. So they have 30 games played. In this time, they have one regulation win. They have seven wins total, and they're at a minus 60 goal differential already. Now, that sucks. <laughs> However, Bedard and Zegers on a line sounds quite good. And then you can put, you can throw Mason McTavish on there. You can throw that's anybody the on there, and they're team. still going to be so <laughs> yeah. good. I was going to say, that, that, that's <laughs> everybody on that squad. They, they are rebuilding the right way. Like, they got really bad. They're getting really good players while they're doing it. Once they build a good supporting cast around those guys, they're going to be a force. What about what about Columbus? Are they rebuilding the right way? No. <laughs> they're not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, their team literally signed Johnny Gaudreau in the offseason, and they're still in the bottom of the league. They're worse this year than last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Wierenski's out for the year. Like, Line A's just coming back. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You add you add Bedard to that team. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot be. of a lot of talent. That'd be a very small team. Also, Goudreau. <laughs> yeah, the the injuries are tough for Columbus, but also Goudreau. He's not the kind of player that's going to bring you from the bottom of the league to the top. He's going to help you a bit, but like it, it's not a difference of one player when your team looks like that. But if you have Bedard, I don't yeah. think Goudreau needs a Bedard. I think he needs like a Matthew Kachuk. Y'all are forgetting a, about Kent Johnson. What about a Fenton? Yeah, Kent Johnson. Kent Him and Johnson. Bedard are their best friends. Who Get else do they have? Together. They have another young centerman. Cylinder. Cole That's Cylinder. what it's called. Cylinder. <laughs> no, uh, he's not, not young. Jenner. He's not young. He, <laughs> he is, is the a, most random ass captain he's in a the NHL. He's a locker room guy. That's who we need on the Canucks. No. <laughs> Boone Jenner. I, I don't know. Yeah, let's trade Horvat and sign Boone Jenner. Yeah, I'm sure we've already discussed that. I think they're going at it very wrong. That Goudreau signing is just looking quite dumb on both the Blue Jackets and on Goudreau. I heard that uh, Goudreau only signed there because his wife wanted him to. Yeah, there there were a lot of rumors that it was like, I guess they just didn't want to live in Alberta. That was like the whole criteria. Uh, the things you do for women. That's what happened with Russell Wilson. That's apparently why he left Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he, he looks really good in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he has not had a great season. Yeah, well, what was that, and then Jake? just took a tough hit. Well, Jake, what was that? Less touchdown passes than oh, bathrooms? Oh, yeah. Or something. It was, I think yeah, was, there's this guy on TikTok who's doing a series about he's comparing the amount of bathrooms Russell Wilson has in his house to the amount of TD <laughs> passes he has this season. And he has more bathrooms. And he has more bathrooms in his house so far this season than he does TD passes in Denver. Can we talk about the NFL? No. We'll start a new podcast for that. Yeah, I think we should. We'll Did you know that we started this podcast and we were like, it's going to be about all sports. And then we talked oh, yeah. about basketball for 20 minutes and we were like, nah. Where was that? It. So, so I want to do that. Dude, so that was episode one where we, me and Jake recorded in his backyard because it was the middle of COVID and we couldn't be in, inside together because mm. we were in different bubbles. And yeah, Jake had this idea. He's like, let's do a podcast about sports. I was like, okay, what sport? He's like, sports. all the sports. all Like, well, anything sport-related is in this podcast. We're like, great, okay, let's do it. And I was only going to be a part-time guy because I only watch hockey. So I was going to be, like, the hockey segment guy that they would bring in. And then I was the only one who talked the whole episode, and I only talked about the Canucks. You're like the guy on Pawn Stars that they bring in, like the experts. And they come in for like 20 seconds. They're like, yep, that's real. <laughs> yep, that's real. It's worth about $15,000. That's what I do with thousand dollars. No, and then yeah. the, no, the guy's like, like here's the guy. 20 bucks. I'll give you six. Yeah. The guy's like, yeah. you just said it was worth 15. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I got to resell yeah, it. They, they got to make money on yeah, it. Yeah, I got to resell it. And you know, this thing, it's just going to sit here for a while and I don't have time to just sit on it. So five. Ooh. It's like, what? That's, yeah. a good, that's a good top three. Top three uh, shows like that. Oh. Top three shows like Pawn Stars. Yeah. I can't think of another Storage show. Wars. I was yeah, going to yeah. say Storage, Storage Wars. Wars. Pawn Stars, Storage Wars. I like, Wars. A, what was it? Dave Hester? Was that his yeah. name? Yeah. <laughs> that was Who? such a meme in middle school. Like everyone kept doing that. Yup. Yeah. Who? I think he had a spinoff show too. Like it was just. Did he really? His, I think it was just about like his store and stuff. Did anyone's dad not watch Storage Wars? My papa loved it. Yeah, dad, every time it. I came over here, he's like watching Storage Wars of some sort. It was yeah. that or like Chopped or something like that, like on the Food Network. Okay. Yeah, no, we didn't watch the Food Network. My oh, dad, we were my dad wasn't a bitch. Chill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy every day of the week. Yeah, I do do a lot of cooking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marcus watches the Food Channel though. So. Oh, yeah, I watched the Food Channel. My dad didn't. No, I love the Food Channel. 
Chop. It, it makes me hungry though. Yeah. Like you start yeah. watching it and you watch. I always like, and uh, then I'm like, damn, I got to order some food. Cause I don't have any groceries. <laughs> yeah. But oh, then there's nothing them. ever as good as what's on the TV though. Yeah. Well, they also get like, they get a basket and it's like chicken wings, grape jelly, uh, sugar cookies, and then like asparagus. And yeah. Like, yeah. And make a four course meal. Next yeah. thing you know, they're pulling out pulled pork. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> see, see, that's not what I watch though. I would watch stuff like, um, guys, dives, drive-ins, drivers, and, uh, diners, drive-ins and dines. Yeah. That's what it was. Have you guys been to his restaurant in Vegas? I've oh, never been yeah, to that's Vegas. right. I always forget about that time I went to Vegas and went to. Oh wait, no, I didn't go to Vegas. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, there's I'm sure just it like there's this mac and cheese burger there. That's just monstrous. Oh, oh mac I, and cheese in a burger is so underrated. Oh, it too. is. I've had it a few times. So Slaps. have I. But this is the best I've ever had it. Really? Yeah. So if you ever go to Vegas, Guy Fieri's restaurant. I'm going to Vegas. Can we talk about that? comeback of the century there, Guy Fieri? We really need to stick <laughs> no, to hockey. Guy Fieri made such a big comeback out of nowhere. Everybody, I don't so think no. I've. So did Kim like Kardashian. He was so. He was yeah, so everybody big. knows that's the biggest comeback of the century. <laughs> No, definitely not. He, like, he was he was big in like early two thousands for his Food Network. Then like went away. Like I haven't seen shows or anything about him. Then I feel like in the last couple of years, like he just made a comeback, but just as like a as a meme. No, not even a, like it started as a meme, but now people just think like he's sick. I he always is. liked him. He's got dope. Yeah, hair. but like like did you hear about Guy hair. Fieri from like two thousand sixteen to like two thousand ten? You mean twenty ten to twenty sixteen? Yeah, you kind of went backwards. That's oh, kind of weird. Yeah, you Who start the with the low number first. Who cares? Okay, I do. Anyway, okay. Guy Fieri. I, I, I guess not that much. Guy Fieri, certified cool guy. That's the numbers guy over there. You got to get the numbers right. I'm talking the numbers guy. We need to go back to hockey. Yeah, <laughs> and, and let's do that. There was so there was a quote from a GM in the league, an anonymous GM. Yeah, they won't tell us who it is, but he said we'd all like to make a fucking trade. There's no room to do it. So apparently, that's the take um, <clears throat> on the current state of the trade market in the NHL right now. Sounds like they're uh, pretty upset about the hard cap. There's been a lot of questions about that recently. Well, I mean, it was expected to go up by like four million, and now it's only one. It's gone million? up by one. Yeah, yeah. Like that probably puts a lot of teams' plans into the gutter. Yep. And I mean, the Canucks. Not that I think they have a plan, really. But oh, I there's mean, no plan. Yeah, no. But like looking at what they would probably like to do, that's a huge problem because the Canucks are one of the most cap-strapped teams in the NHL. Yeah, we need the Iser plan or the Shanna plan. Or anything other than the Aquilini plan. I don't know. The Shanna plan doesn't seem to be working because they're in year, what, six of being eliminated in the first round? But, yeah. however, I would still much rather have what they have than have what we have. True. No. No. Mm, yes. From 2010 to now, would you rather have the Canucks franchise or Toronto's franchise? That's so tough because the Canucks just got worse and worse every year until they bottomed out and then stayed bottomed out. But they went to the cup finals. Yeah, and twenty. Yeah, that's okay. No, yeah, okay. You're right. You're right. Matthews I was and- in the last whatever that is, twelve, thirteen years. Yes, I would rather be a Canucks yeah. fan. But and but just, like just having the hope of like being able to go far and then always losing in the first round. But I alt. But the other thing is, I look at the Leafs and I at least see a management group that is trying. Right, like they they have a plan. I can't even blame them for why they get eliminated every year. Well, I don't think you can't say that. Dubis has been the Canucks aren't trying. Like they're not putting in as much as like Dubis or somebody like that, but they are trying. It's not about what they're putting in. It's totally about the owners and that Aquilini would, this is the third regime in a row that he won't let do a proper rebuild. He fired Gillis when he wanted to do a rebuild, then brought in Benning and Linden. And then when Linden said, yeah, this team needs a rebuild, they fired him. 
And then when Benning tried to rebuild for like six years and it didn't work, then they fired Benning and brought these guys in. And now it looks like they are also in win-now mode, which they said they weren't going to do because ownership tells them that's what they have to do. And it's really frustrating because we're never going to win that way. Who do you think's got the best ownership? Detroit. The best ownership? Yeah. The Nashville Predators. Absolutely not. Okay. Detroit. I think... I, I don't... I, the thing is, I don't know any... Fuck no. Are you like, kidding like, me? No, okay. Hear me out. Hear me, they hear me stab Fleury in the yes, back. Yes. Like, no, wait, hang on, hang on. This. We need to draw the line here between <coughs> ownership and management. Yeah. Because everywhere other than Vancouver, that's two different things. Yeah, but in Detroit... Eiserman has free reign to do whatever the hell he wants. That's true. I and guess. I, that's what I was going to say. Any owner that gives that to their GM is the best owner in the NHL. Like, that could be a tie for 30 of them all in first place. If you give your GM the freedom to do his job, you are the best owner in the league. Vegas has screwed a lot of players, but they also like try and like bring new players in and they're like not afraid to spend money. They always yeah, make but that's, big moves. That's management yeah, though. It shouldn't be an eye for an eye though. I, I don't think, think that's ownership. I think the that's best Because ownership. ownership has to buck up the money for it. Yeah, that owner kind of seems like he's a bit of a dick, though. I think the best ownership in sports is the owner of the LA Clippers. Uh, okay, why? You guys, so he's uh, so he bought the team from some clown. I forget his name. He was an idiot, though, and he literally goes. He's courtside at every single one of the games. Like he gets super hyped. He's super involved with the team. But like you are said, you the Mavericks? are you talking about Mark Cuban? No, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about Mark Cuban. <laughs> Hold on. I want to show you guys a picture of him. I know who you're talking about. Mark I remember Cuban was in an episode of Suits. Yeah, he was. That was funny. Mark Cuban's also a great owner. Or was he? Yeah, he's a great owner. He also yeah, worked yeah. at Dairy Queen for a day. Did he really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, this guy. You guys know this guy? Uh, he's a bald white guy. He's always at every Clipper game on the court side. I've never seen that guy before, but he no. looks like he lives in a KFC. I remember, I remember seeing the video of when they signed Kawhi and George. And yeah, he was like super hype. He's just like he he's he just seems like the team's biggest fan, and he just loves that he owns the team, and he lets the ownership group do what they do. It's yeah, great. that's perfect. Um, that's exactly what they should be. Yeah. That's what an ownership group. Sh- well, maybe not, but like that's what I think an owner should be is um, someone who's like they sell the team, right? Like they're they're the face of the business of the team. They got to buck up money. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But like more importantly, I think that they should be looked at as being the the face of the marketing of the team, right? Like, look at how much they love the team. You should love the team that much too. That's the way I look at what an ownership group should be beyond just forking out the cash. Yeah. Mark Cuban. Okay. Yeah. Mark yeah, Cuban. He's so a he great worked example at, too. He worked at Dairy Queen because uh, after a game. The refing was apparently terrible. I think it was like in the playoffs, and the refs were so bad that he didn't go. He didn't get mad at the refs. He got mad at the head of the referee association of the NBA and said that they wouldn't even survive working at a Dairy Queen. So and then, then he worked a shift. And then Dairy Queen was reached out and was like, "Let's see if you think it's that easy to run a Dairy Queen." So he worked a shift at the Dairy Queen and he tripled the sales that day. And there was a line. There was a line the whole day, and it was just like it was like jam packed. Oh, because I guess they advertised yeah, it. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said it was the best thing that happened to Dairy Queen since the blizzard. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mark Cuban, local legend. He's also just a G. Like he bought them for like four hundred mil, and other worth like two billion or something like yeah. that. Jesus. Yeah, Mark. That's just what sports teams have done over the last like two decades. And though. he's They've all skyrocketed. Tank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, see what I'm saying? Like, like the owners should be likable. They should be involved with the team, not some, you know, suit and tie that's just screwing the team over from behind the scenes. Francesco Aquilini is an owner you exclusively hear from when the team is doing so bad that there's an emergency press conference 
or when they do like a special presentation on ice, uh, like when they bring like special guests in or something to do a puck drop. But he hasn't even been doing that lately because the fans are so mad at him. He knows he's just going to get booed. Honestly, like we were just talking about how Cuban like tripled the sales. If uh, Aquilini went to freaking uh, a Dairy Queen and started working, he'd probably get assassinated. He'd probably get the bur- <laughs> oh Yeah, God. I was going to say he'd get the building burnt down. Yeah. Something bad would happen. Can you imagine what would have happened if Ryan Reynolds bought the Canucks? Oh, that would have been fire. Like, that would oh. have been the... Cri- like That would have been the best marketing move of, like, ever. Yeah, a yeah. local celebrity buys part ownership of the team and just lets them be good. Yeah. You know? Imagine if, like, him, Seth Rogen, <laughs> and... Who's another big celebrity from Vancouver? Twisted Tyler. <clears throat> oh, he's he's not from Vancouver, but there, there's that guy they always do movies with. He's the the he plays the friend in Goon. It's Jay. Uh, I've never seen Goon. Oh, Jay Baruchel. Yeah, Jay Baruchel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget how to pronounce his last I name. I think he is yeah. from Vancouver. Is he? I thought he was from. No, I think like, he's from here. Okay. I think he's a certified. Is local he a big boy. name? Hang on. Did we we just skipped over something? You've never seen Goon? Yeah, I've never seen Goon. How? It's such a good movie. Yeah, I've just never gone around. That's hilarious. That's like a staple. You're on a hockey podcast. You have to watch that movie. I don't think so. All right, next live stream. We're live streaming us watching Goon. <laughs> okay, so Jay Baruchel is uh, is not from Vancouver. Montreal? But he has the same birthday as the podcast. What? What's Wait, the birthday? J- Jay, how do you say his last name? Baruchel. Baruchel? He's only two? No. <laughs> that was kind of funny. It's crazy. I thought he was like 30. <laughs> no, he's 40. He's 40? Why yeah. can't we think of another celebrity from Vancouver? Oh, there's lots. Pamela Anderson. She's from Vancouver? Yeah, yeah she got like discovered a, at a Lions game. Okay, so Pamela Anderson, Ryan Reynolds, Seth Rogen. Best orgy ever. <laughs> Jesus. We need one more. We need I, one more. I met Pamela Anderson. No, you didn't. Yeah. Tyler's Darth Vader. Vader. Hang on. No, no. I'm hearing this story. When did you meet Pamela Anderson? Um, last year in Ladysmith. When I was working at the Save on Foods. Why was Pamela Anderson at a Save on Foods in Ladysmith? Because she lives there. Her house is right on the water in Ladysmith. She, I must be like a vacation home. No, no. It's like her, her grandma's house and she lives there now. What? Yeah. She lives in her grandma's house? It, it was her grandma's house. That's wild. Yeah. And she came into the store and like the manager knew her really well. And he's like, yo, Jordan, come sit with us. And we went over and I was talking to Pamela Anderson. Darth Vader's from Vancouver. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Hayden Christensen. He's from Vancouver. He's from Vancouver. Yeah. There we go. No idea. So we got those four. That would be a fun team. Yeah, that's awesome. We got a team now run by the guy who voiced How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> Who's that? Jay Baruchel. Uh, yeah, I don't know who Jay Baruchel is. This makes sense. You'll know him if you see him. Um, Seth Rogen, biggest pot smoker ever. I know him. Ryan Reynolds, the only guy who can turn straight men gay. Yeah, when did that happen? It, yeah, I see this joke all the time, and like, yeah, I get it. He's a good-looking yeah, guy, but like, I don't go that far yeah. with it, though. Like, he just I, came I out do. of nowhere. Like, he's, he's good. He's got that. He's, he's got that personality. Yeah, that yeah like just, he's a really funny guy. Yeah, I like him. I also like his wife too. She's yeah. great. Blake, Blake Lively. Lively. That's yeah. where it's at. Where's she from? Not Vancouver. She, she seems like a matter. Texas person. Blake Lively. Why did she, she seem? She like seem a no, person? she seems like a small town. Blake just seems like a. Texas she seems name. like a small town, like Nashville. What, like Houston, like, DC? No, like a small town Tennessee. Yeah, like, girl. Ah, that's yeah. hilarious. She's from L.A. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Maybe we should Let's swing talk this about back some hockey. <laughs> <laughs> team Canada has announced 
their roster for this upcoming World Juniors, which I'm so excited for. It's sneaking up on us fast, man. I, dude, I didn't I even realize. It's like a week and a half. It's close. Where is it this year? Well, next uh, week. Halifax. Yeah, it's in Halifax. Ooh. Next week is our Christmas episode. And then the week after that is. Oh, yeah. Next week is Yulin with the boys. And yeah. I ain't Yulin with y'all. You will be. You'll just be doing it. Or you're calling in, right? I don't think I'll be able to. I'll be at a game. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah. What's mm. Yulin? Yulin is like you'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> Yulin with the <laughs> <laughs> what was that goblin laugh from Spider Man? I thought that was yeah. supposed to be a pun. It was Yulin with the boys. Yeah, because he said you'll find out. And I said ha 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 ha. It yeah. sucks having to explain the jokes to you, man. You just gotta <laughs> keep up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, well, Yulin is obviously like a Christmas thing, like. Uh, that's uh, why is that obvious? I just asked what it is. Okay, yeah. You never heard of like you've heard of a Yule log? No. Yeah. Yule tide carols. Yule, Yule tide carols. I've heard of caroling. Okay, but it's in that song, that Christmas song. What Christmas like, song? Da, 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 Yule tide carols. La 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 la. That one. That's what it says. Wait, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I know so. It's Yule tide carols. Anyway, uh, I've never actually said it on air, and I'm still not going to. But Yulin with the boys is actually a reference to another very famous Vancouver sports show. And I, I wanted to pay homage to them every year. They did a Christmas special and I won't say what it is. Cause that just takes some of the fun out of it. But anyway, every year we yeah, call no our, free promos here. Yeah. We, we call, <laughs> well, don't worry. They, there's nothing to promote anymore, Oh, but we, uh, we, yeah, every year our episode right before Christmas, we call it Yulin with the boys. And we try to have a little more fun with it than in these episodes, like these boring ones like this, where we, this is not boring. This is not boring. No, no, this is not boring. We got Why some are great, you even here? great content. Who are you Kay. talking to? The listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought, I thought you, he was, was sleep talking. I know. <laughs> Me too. I thought you were looking at Alex. I was like, man, he's one of us now. <laughs> I hit that. Jake's looking in the mirror over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Yeah. Who is that? What are you doing in here? <laughs> just just wakes up for a nap. He's like, whoa, where am I? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. Okay. I want to get back to Team Canada here. I'm going to read out some of the names that uh, <laughs> that made the squad, and we're going to go over it. Okay. Caden Bank Bankier. Is that how you say it? Bankier? Bankier, yeah. This is going to be hard. Connor <laughs> Bedard. <laughs> That's a good one. Ooh. Yeah. Co- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Colton Doc, Kirby Doc's younger brother. Nice. Cool. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah. Is he drafted? No. Yeah. No, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got to the Blackhawks. Yeah, to the Blackhawks. Oh, damn. Really? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> That's, That's funny. so annoying. Zach <laughs> Dean, who's drafted to Vegas. Mm. Adam Fentilli, who's probably going to go second overall. I've heard he, yeah, he's been shooting up the rankings. Yeah. Okay, so they've got Mitchkov dropping then. Well, he well, signed that contract, contract in but Russia. Fentilli yeah. is nuts. Oh, yeah. Like, you're going to see this kid I haven't this seen year. Much. He's going to be nuts. It's going to be like another Jack Eichel where, like, he would go first overall on another draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nathan Goche, Dylan Gunther, Arizona loaned him out. Okay, interesting. That's good. Zach, I don't even want to tr- attempt to butcher this last name. Is it French? It's Osteopachuk. I don't know. Oh, he's having a great oh, season no, it, this year. You know, just absolutely lighting the lamp. Up. I think. I think he plays for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does. Yeah. Oh, he's really? drafted. Oster- by, yeah. He's drafted by the Sens. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Brennan Ottman. He was on the team last year. Joshua Waugh. Reed Schaefer. Logan. Stankoven. <laughs> That's a what? sick name. Stan- Stankoven? Stankoven? No, it's, it's Stan Coven. <laughs> Stan Coven. 
It's spelt stank oven. Stank oven. Stank oven. Stank oven. Stank oven. He was on the team last year, man. No, he wasn't. Stan Coven. Yeah, he was. Oh, he's drafted by the. Uh, the Dude, Dallas no one cares who he was drafted by. His name's Stank Oven. <laughs> There, there was a vine like that where it was supposed to be like a substitute teacher reading off oh, the That's list. me like, right now. Where's, uh, where is Shithead? And it's some kid that goes, it's Shafid. <laughs> Dude, that's an internet video from like 2010. Was like, That's a really old video. Is that not a vine? No, it's like some video that this like black chick put together. It was definitely a dude. That okay, well, does the, the original video. video, I swear oh, to God, okay. is from like 2010. Uh, I guess I wasn't watching that much YouTube in 2010. Yeah, it's then. like it's like yeah, some you're like too busy weird... watching Chopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously, look up "I'm Shathid," and it's like a really old video. Okay, right. we'll, we'll get to that. Take after. your word for it. Okay, the last forward on the team, Shane Wright. Okay. I'm, ha- I'm happy he's going. Me too. Yeah, well, I mean, the way that Seattle's utilizing him, he should be going. Yeah. All right, and then for defense? <laughs> Stank oven. <laughs> Kevin Korchinski. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's a St. Louis? No, Chicago. Yeah, he went eighth or something. I nope. he was American. He, no, he's obviously he's Canadian. He's to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan Allen, also drafted by Chicago. Damn, Damn Chicago's Chicago got a couple players. This is like Anaheim. Was it last year or two years ago that Anaheim had like half the roster? Yeah. Ethan Del Mastro, also drafted by Chicago. Holy shit. Really? We have Chicago's defense. So the, three of our six top D men are Chicago. Yep. So yeah, I guess we're losing. 20, 2027, 2028 Chicago Blackhawks defenseman. Olin Zellwiger. He was on the team. He was pretty good last year. Yeah. Yeah. Drafted by the Ducks. Tyson Hines. Drafted by the Ducks. Brant Clark. Everyone drafted knows him. Drafted by the Kings. Yeah. Drafted by the Kings. And Jack Mater. Drafted by Jake's Nashville Predators. Oh. Yeah. I totally know who that is. <laughs> and then their goaltending. I don't know who either of these are. Yeah, you're not supposed to. It's a Team Canada World Juniors yeah. team. Thomas Millick and Ben Goudreau. Yeah, never heard of either of them. And you never will again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, Team Canada every year puts out a team that makes up the elite of the NHL three years later and has two goalies that end up in the French B League. Yeah, the ECHL. Other than Katahat. Katahat. Who's having a pretty good season, too. Katah. He's kind of fallen off a bit because his team's awful. Yeah, yeah but like, you could say they're, he's they're, cool, dog. And yeah. they're cool. Oh, there you go. As and an individual, he's still good. I mean, he's our best young goaltender in the NHL. Canadian young goaltender. Yeah, that's true. He's definitely cooled off. Is Stuart... Is that a pun? No. Okay. Is Stuart Skinner Canadian? Yes. The no. Edmonton Oilers new starting uh, I don't know. What's yeah. Spencer Martin? Is he Canadian? Uh, I think he's American. Mm. So normally around this time of the show, we're jumping into the inbox. But this week, we're going to do something a little different. We um, We got a story sent to us with a really great question at the end. And we really want to pay a lot of close attention to this story because it's a very sad thing that a lot of us have to deal with a listener said so my grandpa sadly passed away on friday out of nowhere which has been really difficult especially this time of year he was one of the biggest canucks slash hockey fans i've ever met 
I've been reliving all the memories in my head recently, and most of the best ones are watching the Canucks slash Team Canada games. So my question for you guys is, what are some special hockey slash sports moments with people that you will remember forever? It's a great question. It's a sad story, but it's a it's a great question. Yeah. You feel bad for them. Yeah, of course. And that's, you know, it's a very common thing now, too, is, you know, you grew up watching hockey with your family, whether it's your parents or your grandparents. For me, it was both. And, you know, they, they don't. Sorry. You know, people don't last forever, right? You got to make those memories count and you got to cherish them. But yeah, this is something that a lot of fans go through. And I, I think it's awesome that we get to pay homage to um, this listener's grandpa by discussing some of our favorite memories. Yeah, no, I uh, I know exactly how you feel. And the only thing I can say is, is things will get better. I uh, used to watch a lot of hockey with my dad who had passed and also my papa. And um, that's the best way to deal with it is just reliving those great memories um, thinking about all the good times you guys had and and whatnot. One of my favorite memories isn't watching hockey with my dad, but playing hockey with my dad. Mm. So when I moved back to Alberta here, my dad's old team is um, plays in a three-on-three league, mm. and they kind of have a bunch of older players, and they started like bringing in some of the younger ones, which is just kids from the players that are on the team. So right. it's a lot of father-son duos and, and stuff like that. So I think that would have to be my most special moment is just being on the ice, playing on a line with my dad, and just, like, building that chemistry. And just it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool being able to play with your dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never I never played with my dad. He coached me for a bit, which was fun. But I think my favorite memory has to be um, uh, all of our family members came over to our place to watch the uh, gold medal game between uh, Canada and the U.S. Oh, that's cool. And we uh, ordered pizza, and the pizza guy came, and we were a couple of us went to go like grab the pizzas, whatever, pay. And as as we were paying for it, Canada scored one of the goals or whatever. So we start freaking out, and then the pizza guy starts freaking out <laughs> with us too, and we were all just cheering, and it was pretty funny. But just like yeah, just like that, it was super cool. There's kind of like two things with this, like kind of two directions I want to go with it. One is very similar to kind of what our, our listener sent in um, and just like kind of those experiences I had with my grandpa. My grandpa was a coach for my dad growing up. And so he was really involved in hockey. And then um, after I started playing, my grandpa came to, I want to say, if it wasn't 100% of my games, it was damn close. He would drive me to, to every game on the weekend that my parents couldn't take me to, uh, sometimes even practices to. Um, out-of-town tournaments he and my grandma would come to sometimes. I mean, he was like, I was the only one of his grandkids. Uh, I was the only one of his grandsons that played hockey. And so I knew there was something special about that for him, and and it was never lost on me. And then when he passed away when I was 14, it was it was tough. But, you know, obviously all those memories of playing hockey with him and, you know, getting the uh, the car ride coaching lessons on the way home sometimes and, and all that, you know, that – you never forget those things, right? And, and that's what that's what sticks with me from from playing hockey and, and him being involved. Um, but the other memory, which is a little bit more recent, which is something that that's really special to me, um, is every year I get to go watch the Nashville Predators play in Vancouver, and I'm accompanied by my best friends. And there is no better experience than watching your favorite hockey team 
and listening to your closest friends shit on you <laughs> and your favorite team <laughs> for the entirety of the game. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's always such a fun experience, and I love going and watching the, those games every year. And I look forward to them every year and watching those games. So, yeah. Oh, tough for me to pick between those two. So I guess I'm cheating a bit, but those are my favorite hockey memories. I'm flattered to be included in that one. I, I enjoy those games too. Yeah, when when the Canucks win, I enjoy them a lot more. <laughs> I think we're, we're two and two, right? I think it's two and two. And it, because the Canucks, ironically enough, were up two nothing in, in this series. Actually, Marcus, yeah. it's two one and one. Two uh, one and one. Yeah. Didn't this year's game go to OT? Yeah, I went to a show. If it is, yeah. then it would be. It would be it would be two one and one for no, one team would, and no, two and two for the other team. No, it would be one 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 and one. <laughs> what? No, okay, yeah. this is too many numbers. It's two and two. <laughs> yeah, we both seen our teams win a few times. Yeah. Is my point. And it's been a fun time. Yeah. Uh, mine. I I think I talked about this maybe a couple episodes ago about just how I, I had a lot of special memories with my grandpa, and he was the one that yeah. really made me a fan. He made our whole family fans, but especially me because we were kind of the the only two boys in the family. So we, we ended up on the same side of a lot of arguments, I guess. Fair enough. And uh, I could go into that, but I, I think really if I had to pick a number one thing would actually be last year uh, for Christmas, I got my whole family tickets to a game because we, we've always loved our season tickets and like we take turns taking each other to games and stuff. Yep. But there's only two seats that we have. So you never get to go with more than one person. Even though it's always a person you really like it's and a close family member, it's always just one other person. And my grandparents don't really go anymore because just the stairs is tough for them and stuff. So yeah. I went and got uh, four wheelchair seats, so two, one for each of my grandparents, and they get two um, accompanied... Or, um, there's a word for it. They get two other people that can yeah. accompany them to games. And then I ended up talking to the season ticket holders on our right and our left and bought both of their pairs. So me, my sisters, uh, Alex, my girlfriend, parents, grandparents, everyone was at the game. Wow. So that was really, really fun. My aunt, I don't think I said my aunt, all, all 10 of us were there. And because it was during uh, COVID and the building was at half capacity, the wheelchair section ended up being empty. So for the whole second part of the game, our whole family all sat together to watch the game in person. And that, that was just really special because you you don't know how many times you get to do something like that, right? And uh, I was very, very excited for it. And there was even a part of me going, oh, it's, you know, 10 NHL tickets in a Canadian market. That's that's not cheap. Yep. And I, was, I remember kind of stressing about that. But then there was just always this voice that said, if you don't do it now, you might regret it for the rest of your life. And I did it. And even though we, it was the game against the Islanders where we let in five goals in the first <laughs> it was, period. It was know. a tough game. And then I think we only ended up losing like six to three though. Like we, we, we came back later. It was a tough first period, but it was good. Yeah, it was a brutal start. And my girlfriend will be mad at me for saying this, but I still blame her because she wore a millionaire's jersey. Oh. And I've always told her that's the most unlucky jersey in Canucks history. And she wore it to that game. And we blew five first period goals. But e even despite the loss, wouldn't have traded that night for anything. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was really cool. And when you gave the tickets, it was waterworks. I was going to say. Everybody was, yeah. was balling. I, I wasn't going to mention that, but I, I kind of told my grandma by leaving her a note from Santa Claus, I yeah. guess, that she opened. And uh, just when she started realizing what the present was and just that we'd never done it before. Yeah. Uh, she, I think it, that was mostly what it was. If she didn't cry, no one would have cried. But because my grandma started crying, yeah, it was uh, 
probably not my most manly moment that I, that day. I honestly, I I remember watching your TikTok from like your your memory and experience from that game with oh, all yeah. the pictures and stuff. Yeah, and I almost started crying. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. No, yeah, I was like, like was, I was tearing up. It I was, was like, pretty teary. This is this is awesome. I'm yeah. so happy for you guys. Yeah, I'm I'm glad it had that effect on people. But it that was a probably the most special moment in my life as a hockey fan. So we. We all definitely understand how much hockey and family and friends are intertwined. Oh, yeah. And honestly, if it weren't for family, I'd probably have little to no interest in, in watching hockey. But y you guys and my family, you guys make it all worth it. What would Aww. you have done without hockey? Oh, thanks. I probably would have been into anime or something. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be dead. <laughs> Acid. You played soccer growing up. Do you think you'd be a... No, and I never enjoyed watching soccer on TV. Yeah, but if you weren't into hockey, you seem like a cricket guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I I don't even know. I don't know if I would have really watched sports that much. Maybe I would have been like a like I'm curling. I no, I'm I'm saying I wouldn't have. You just... look like a bowler. Okay. <laughs> you seem like maybe you like the Scotties. Really, yeah. The Scotties. Yeah. Really, I love checkers. bowling. I, I think I think bowling is so fun. Who do you oh, what about, what about, I was going to say playing it or watching it professionally. What about playing it? What about darts? Marcus be like a dart watcher. One hundred and ninety. I want to go to a darts game. The crowd gets fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. you have to go in England though. Like here, there's. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, just everyone yeah, gets hammered. Nothing. Yeah, just the one guy in the crowd. <laughs> Four points for Gryffindor. <laughs> Maybe that's what I would have done. I would have been a big Harry Potter guy. I just got hockey. into Harry Potter, and it is quite good. I've just got into Star Wars, and it's it's also very that's, good. That's the next one on my list. Yeah, it, it's good. Harry Potter, I don't know. That's, I disagree. That's, see, I much. thought Harry Potter was not, like, I thought it was so overrated, but it, it's quite it's good. It's good? Yeah. Harry, okay. Potter, Harry Potter was, was okay, but Star Wars, I can never do it. I can't get into it. I didn't think I could because I've watched the the first one that came out, which is episode four. I've watched it like six times. Never liked it. Now I'm watching it in timeline order. Like on Disney Plus, there's a thing where you can watch all of it in order. It's really good now that I like yeah. understand the storyline. So that, that I would I would recommend trying it. Just try it. And if all you don't right. like it, you don't like it. But give it a shot. Okay. Right. Top three movie franchises. Fast and Furious. Cars. Cars. Oh, cars. 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 No, cars is good. Cars is a game changer. Yeah. No. Cars is yes, unreal. Thank you, Tyler. Cars Finally, is unreal. Someone Number one Marvel. Number one Marvel movie? No, Marvel, like the franchise. No, Fast and the Furious. Bro. Oh. No. Yeah. Okay, all, the all the Fast and Furious movies are the same. No, I don't even care. Only, only three through nine or yeah, whatever. Yeah, until Dwayne the Rock the, Johnson the comes first, in. The first, the first like four. four the with his bare hand. <laughs> Yes, a fucking helicopter. <laughs> the, the first like four, unreal. Dude, the first five. Are you yeah, yeah, that's Fast true. Fast five, five is the best one. I actually have not seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. Yet. Oh, what? I've only seen like you one haven't seen two. a single Fast and Furious? Not one. Okay, I want to. All right, what about six, the Hangover? Six through <laughs> Hangover's nine is good. Anchorman's good. Six through yeah. nine are all just like generic action movies, but one to five are kind of like each different enough that they're pretty good. Okay. So they're like, unreal. The second one's like a I've only buddy seen comedy. 37 times. The yeah. third one's like <laughs> this like high school kind of thing. The fourth one's like getting the band back together. The fifth one's a heist movie. Like they're, oh, they're all so They're in Tokyo for one. And yeah, yeah, that's the all, second one. I think. all no, different people. Yeah. What's the, the one where The Rock comes in? And, uh, Fast Five. And the, and the guy says something and The Rock goes, you better hide that big ass forehead. 
Yeah, that's the oh, that's the, that's the very no end idea. of Fast Five. Oh, you've never seen that, no, I, dude? I have not you. seen any yeah, of the Fast Five. I haven't seen the movie. I, I've seen oh, a clip. It's oh, okay, Tyrese no, Gibson, and Tyrese yeah. Gibson goes, "Somebody better hide your baby oil." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Dwayne boy. Johnson quote is the WWE one where he's the mic and he goes, "Shut, Shut up, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay, we need to cut this out, but have you guys seen the one where he tries to say it in Chinese? Yeah, bing bong, yeah, bing bong, bing bong. Oh, good God. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, all-time actor. Yeah. One of my favorite. Ooh, I, top three actors. No, 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 no. <laughs> he said all-time. All-time actor? And speaking no. of the time. Will Ferrell. It is well past time. <laughs> Jim Carrey. For Tyler's surprise headline. It's Tyler's surprise headline. Oh yeah. Jim Carrey is one of the best actors of I all time. I did not say. I said Will Ferrell. Someone just said Jim Carrey. Yeah, Mr. Don Air guy down there. Oh. Hey, it's Jim Don Carrey. Air, stupid. All, most of his movies are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who else is a good actor? Kate no, Lula. no, no, no. All right, on to my surprise headline. Matthew McConaughey. Can we be a movie podcast? Man abducts scientists to turn his dog immortal. Oh, <laughs> true. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> I would absolutely do it, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that was the plot of a Futurama show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? We're talking about the Futurama dog. Oh, man, that's a sad episode. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I never know. watched Futurama growing up. You should. It's if you that if, was like before I was like able to watch that kind of yeah. TV shows. Well, I like lucky for me. Night. Yeah, yeah, like if I stayed up a little bit later, it'd be like the Robot Chicken, Futurama. Yeah. But like my parents would always come and be like, "What is this?" See, now this is where you guys <laughs> lost out because my parents were divorced and my dad let us do whatever we wanted. So <laughs> 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 no, I was watching Futurama when I was like nine. No, the episode of Futurama. When you were nine, was I was like 18. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Angela. <laughs> okay. No, she was like 65. <laughs> no, the episode of Futurama with Seymour the dog. If you haven't seen that episode, you have to watch that one episode. It's a tearjerker. Yeah, it's, it, it's pretty bad. It's yeah, it's a good episode though. Yeah, I like Futurama. It's a good show. Anyway, so speaking of dogs and scientists in the future, got that dog. In yes, right. Okay, so <laughs> was this a Florida man or just a man? No, this man was in Florida. It was in yeah, Florida. So Florida man well, abducts Florida scientists scientist. for the purpose of making his dog immortal. Yeah, I'm gonna say true. So what happened was the guy's wife passed away. And he was going through all the grief and stuff and, and was really upset. And he was like, no, I don't want this. I don't want to go through this again. So we're, we're going to make my dog immortal. This so is, I would do this. I would 100% do this. This is the plot of John Wick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that man's name is John Wick. If there's yeah. a way to make my dogs immortal, I am going to do it. Okay, sorry, I've, I've got to talk. About, I'm sorry about all the side tangents no, no, this, they, this week, everyone. But we went to Alex's house quite a while ago now for a poker night, which was really fun because I'd never played before, so I got to learn a little bit. I almost won. So then after the game was over, we were all just hanging out in the kitchen. It's like 2 in the morning at this point. Like, we, we've just been there forever. And Alex is, like, talking to us about his dogs because, funny enough, as long as I've known Alex, which is, like, quite a few years now, I'd never actually been to his house. This was the... First and still, I think only time I'd ever been there, mm. and so I was meeting his dogs and stuff. And he was, oh, this, uh, what's the name of your dog that's deaf? 
Jake. <laughs> that's, this isn't a joke, no, by the way, Jake. guys. This this, this is, is true. His, his actual name is Jake. What? And uh, yo, yeah, dude, Alex has a deaf dog named Jake. You met Jake. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sitting there, and then me being stupid and drunk at 2 a.m. after poker, looks at Alex and goes, "Hey, Alex, how do you know that Jake is deaf?" And Alex goes, "Oh, watch this." Stands maybe two feet behind the dog in the kitchen, and goes. Jake, 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 come here, Jake. Come on, Jakey. Come on, Jake. Come on, Jake. And the dog doesn't flinch. It's just staring the other direction, doing absolutely nothing. Then Alex just slightly taps him on the back, and the dog just springs around. It was like, who touched me? It was, it, I don't know. Maybe he had to be there, but it was really funny. Jake, that. One it, time, was, it was pretty funny. One time we let him outside. And it was like, it, it was pissing rain, hailing. <laughs> so we let him outside. because like, he was just going to go for a quick pee, whatever, come back. Yeah. And it's like, a couple minutes goes by and we look out and he's just standing in the, in the hail and rain, just staring into <laughs> no way. Like just, <laughs> just stuck there. And we're like calling at him and he can't hear us and he's just stuck out there. So we have to go out and get him and bring him back in. <laughs> That's really random. <laughs> oh, anyway, God. back to the story. I'm going to say it's true. I'm going to say someone would be crazy enough to do that. I think it's true. I think it was only one scientist. I don't think it was multiple scientists. I thought he only said one I, scientist. I did yeah, say I only one, one scientist. Oh. Oh, wait. So you're, Jake, are you guessing it was more than one? Or are you guessing? No, I thought he said scientists. Oh. I'll say it's fake, though. Oh. Well, you do know most of my stories are true. So it's true. Ooh. Uh. Would you really want to keep a deaf dog immortal, though? Wow, he's so cute. <laughs> no, not all dogs are cute. Well, mine no, are, that's true. Mine are cute. What's your other dog's name? Melvin. Melvin. Jake and Melvin. We didn't get to name them. Which we, one? We which one them. are me? Which one was like? Is like Melvin. Yeah, Melvin's Melvin. usually super timid and afraid yeah, of like guys because mm. we think he got whipped when he was like a child. Oh like yeah. Any guy that walks in with like a hat or is like over six feet tall, super scared of. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Tyler comes in. He's like, oh, Tyler, Tyler, never met you, but you seem so nice. He's all <laughs> over him. I'm wearing stuff. a hat. I'm a yeah. big dude. <laughs> Dog's just like, yo, what's up, homie? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, fuck. This has been it. a really long second half. Th- this has been an extremely so much long that's second half. Out. Actually, a lot of that's usable at some point, but, but uh, yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun, too. The... Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if you guys want to reach us for any serious inquiries, you can at Vancouver Boys Podcast at gmail.com or on any of our socials Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch at Vancouver Boys Podcast. Or you can find me on Twitter, Vancouver Boys underscore. Very active on Twitter. So, yes, he is. <laughs> Come find us, just like Jake on Grinder. I mean, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. It's been a blast. I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> what did you say, though, Jake? He said thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. Thanks for hanging out with us.
hate that so much. You need you need a sign off, man. How do you sign off after peace? I don't know. <laughs> Sincerely, Alex. <laughs> That's good. Ciao. So what, what, El Elfin. What? You know how in French, I like the end of the movies, they'll say like Elfin. I thought it just says Finn. No, it says Fang. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. El Spanish. You say Fang? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how it's pronounced. You, you know, well, it's spelled Finn. You're telling me I'm supposed to say Fang? Do you know no. what? Ah. Oh, here comes the Canucks mascot. Fang. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I'm going to think now. French people are pricks.